Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Good morning, Paige. Good morning, Mom. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Good. For those who can't see you, I would just like them to know that you just rolled out of bed. Yes. <laughs> but it is still morning. So that's good. Um I've been, you know, working in the garden, but whatever. Fine. Whatever. Whatever. So we're talking about um cardiac conditions and ADHD. Yeah. Cool, cool. What'd, what'd you learn? Okay. So first, cardiovascular disease is something that I need to define. Um, if you didn't know, it's heart conditions. So like anything that, that include, that include diseased vessels, constructional problems and blood clots. So like, um, high blood pressure. Yeah. Well, so high blood pressure, a blockage of the heart. Uh, if you have a, like, like anatomically you're missing something like sometimes people are missing one of the flaps on a valve oh. or the valve flap gets weak because of high blood pressure so it could be a right. whole a whole all the problems thing. with hearts is yes. what this is and cardiac disease cardi cardiovascular disease is twice as likely to develop in adults with ADHD than their neurotypical counterparts twice as likely um that's pretty yeah that's pretty significant mm -hmm. um there was okay the research study there was this research done in by like two swedish um higher education institutions slash universities i don't know how to pronounce them because they're swedish okay so i'm not gonna try pronouncing them um but there was this study research studied that linked the link between 20 different cardiovascular diseases and adhd when it was separated from other known factors. So other known factors that are like known to cause these heart issues. So like di type two diabetes, um, obesity, smoking, alcohol use, over alcohol use. Wait, so say that fact again. Um, studied the link between 20 different cardiovascular diseases and ADHD when it was separated from other known fact risk factors such as type 2 diabetes, obesity, smoking, sleep problems, and mental disorders. So I wonder how they separated that because all yeah. of those things are thing are more likely also with ADHD, right? Like you're more yeah. likely to become addicted to smoking or you're more likely to have diabetes because you eat poorly or you, right? So I'm, yeah, I'm no, I couldn't find anything they, about how they could possibly separate them. I just but think that's interesting. It is interesting. Um, so yes, the researchers in Sweden based 
their findings on data from a national registry of more than like a million people. Um, million Swedish adults without pre-existing pre cardiovascular diseases born between 1941 and 1983. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> this included about 37,000 people with ADHD. Then they um, they waited approximately 11.8 years and did a follow-up. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, see things. Mm -hmm. And 38% of individuals with ADHD had at least one diagnose, diagnosis of cardiovascular disease compared with the 24% of those without ADHD. And then um, the association was somewhat stronger in men than it was in women. Hmm. I'm not really sure why it didn't go on to explain that. And I couldn't, like, when I tried looking elsewhere, it also didn't explain why that is. I'm going to assume, and no offense to men, but men are sometimes stupider than women. And more likely to, I think, do more, like, I don't know. Um, like, physically impulsive things instead of just, like... Like, I feel like women are more likely to be impulsive with, like, shopping and, like, doing other, and, like, doing other things like that. And then men, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just being insulting. Maybe. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I understand what you're trying to say. I think, though, that uh, given the age range that they're using, uh -huh. that I think in most societies, Western societies, that men take on a lot of stress and have less places to talk about that. Right. And so that would also be a contributing factor to right. heart disease. Right. Right. So, yeah. Um, Okay. Um, let's see here. Prospective studies have previously demonstrated that several psychiatric conditions, like depression, schizophrenia, bipolar, and anxiety disorders, as well as neuro neurodevelopmental disorders like autism, um, mm -hmm. are associated with a higher risk for cardiovascular disease diseases so i don't i don't think it's necessarily like the cuz i saw a lot of things also on the internet about how people think that it's the medication mm -hmm. that is caught like adhd medicine that is causing mm -hmm. this but this article that i was reading was saying how um, like this study, uh, so other ones that were saying how uh, stimulants, how like the ADHD stimulants don't do that and how they think like it's, it could be like the other issue, like the other things that could be going on. 
and the medications for those could be causing mm-hmm. issues. I know yeah, when I started I re- my medicine, Dr. Vertries wanted us to monitor my blood pressure, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that just because my blood pressure is just high because genetics or because, I mean, the medicine also made them more high, but. Yes. So I think that's just standard is that they check it, right? For you, definitely though, like yours was already a little high. So he definitely want to check yours. Um right. I also saw a study that um, included uh, stuff from like six countries, right? So participants from six countries where it said that there was no statistical significance in the association between ADHD meds and cardiovascular disease. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so it's not your meds. It's your diet. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, it could be, it could, a diet could be a part of it. It's probably part of it, right? It's your diet. It's the level of stress you carry. It's how you deal with stress. It's, it's all those things, right? So yeah. Um, what else did you find out? Um, so the article, the most of the, the scientific article that I read, because uh-huh. it had a lot of information on it was from 2022. So it's relatively okay. new. I um this says that little is known about the risk of for overall and specific groups of cardiovascular disease in individuals with ADHD. Um there's this word that I'm going to try to pronounce. Far um pharmacology. Pharmacological. Um, okay. Um, treatment and that is the treatment of disease through the application of medications. So yeah, I guess pharmacolog- pharmacological. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't sound like a word. Holy word. But yeah, the um cardiovascular in individuals with ADHD. In these individuals, such diseases have mainly been studied as potential adverse effects of pharmacological treatment. Treatments as ADHD medication has been reported to be associated with elevated blood pressure and high and heart rate. Which may, which obviously may increase the, the the likelihood of the heart being unhappy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. There was a Dutch study done at some point with 231 older adults. Oh, older adults. That's older adults. So I'm, I'm, I don't know, like, the they didn't give me a specific age range of these older adults. Okay. That's very vague. I'm going to assume that they're fairly old. Like, I don't know, maybe retired. I'm not entirely sure. Mm hmm. Um, older adults found no overall, although elevated levels of ADHD symptoms 
were associated with increased risk for cardiovascular diseases. Um, and then for whatever reason, they go back to the Swedish study. So I think these studies were maybe connected. Maybe. They didn't know. explain because it's a scientific article or a scientific, like, you know, with the abstract and everything. Uh -huh. I don't know what they're called, but a recent Swedish register based on coherent study with 4,288,451 sibling pairs. I don't know how they got all they these all people. had ADHD. Um, hold on. And 1,841,303 family clusters aged 18 to 81. Wow. Showed that, that adults with ADHD were at higher risk for a wide range of physical health conditions, including cardiovascular disease. I don't hmm. know how they found all of these people. <laughs> no. So is there other stuff you found or can I ask you questions? You can ask me questions. What makes this topic significant for you? Um, I'm going to out myself to the world. Yes, please. To uh, benefit others. Right, because I struggle with, with, um, well, I mean, genetically, I'm higher at risk for having some sort of heart problem. Yeah. If I have a heart problem, I have no idea because no one's ever said yet. anything. No mm -hmm. one, no one's mm -hmm. said anything to me, but, um, also like, uh, my diet's not the best. I don't mm -hmm. exercise as frequently as I should. Mm -hmm. Um, I probably have some unhealthy habits that I probably shouldn't do. Not like dangerous habits, more like mm -hmm. like food eating habits that are mm -hmm. probably not the best. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not as stressed as I used to be. the my the The lead job that I used to have in Colorado was very very stressful. And since living here, I haven't been as stressed. Well, I mean, I am stressed, but for like completely different reasons. Mm -hmm. Now we're not getting enough hours and enough work. When before I was, I was being flooded with work. Yes. Overworked and underappreciated. Um, <laughs> so... Remember, you and I have discussed this. I don't know if we've discussed it on the podcast, but Russell, Dr. Russell Barclay says that people with ADHD have a lifespan that's 13 years shorter than, than people without ADHD. Oh gosh. Um, and a lot of that is attributed to, um, to diet, but also, you know, risky behavior, right? Yeah. Um, driving too fast, that kind of stuff. But I do think a lot of it is related to diet and food. So, yeah. So what do you do? Like, 
like, what do you, what, I don't know, what's your advice? What, how, um, I, I'm still trying to figure that out. So. And so in what way, like, what's your, what do you, what are you doing to try and figure it out? I have this book. I don't know. I don't know if this was an impulsive purchase, like long, long ago. But there's like this this book that's on like TikTok and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's called Beyond Body, and it's like this this like personalized book, and it gives you like food, like meals that you can do, like Mm -hmm. personalized to you, and then I think. They also teach you, um, I've got so many, they teach you, um, like, tips on, like, eating out mm-hmm. and exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like a, I guess it is, it's the personalized wellness book for, and then your name. So it's like, the, I could try this. I don't know how... Other people on the internet swear by it and say, like, it's helped them. Um, yeah. There's just, like, th- like this one. This this one. Um, I guess I didn't tell them I don't like eggs because there are three different types of eggs in here. There's duck egg. There are quail eggs. And then there are normal eggs. I don't even know where I can get duck or duck and... Wait, you go to the Chinese grocery store you think is grass. It's so it's it's like fish. Anyway, moving on from the smelly fish store. Um so yeah, so you could do a change in diet, right? But I guess yeah, like I think the biggest thing with a change in diet, because I talk about diet with every single one of my clients, and it's always it's always a mess. Right. Or it's always been a mess in the past before they've gotten to me. Right. So it's either like they're obsessively like measuring everything that they eat because they, um, you know, I've worked with a couple of professional dancers and I've worked with people who have had like eating disorders because, um, you know, some some idiot said some kind of comment to them that they with their RSD, they took two. To, to personally right so they yeah. start like measuring their food or whatever right or or I have people who like I have one client he ate all of his meals at either Chick-fil-a or Qdoba Every meal. I'm not saying it, either of those places is bad they're fine they're just delicious healthy every day right Maybe not super healthy to be eating out that much or very expensive as well. Yeah. Right. So, so there's a gamut. So there's a whole, like, how do I, how do I bring it down to like, what's actually accessible and manageable for me to do? So I think any kind of actual diet, it's hard, right? For everybody, because- Especially as you get tired or as we get more tired, our executive function skills, including our like ability to resist impulses gets really low, right? Mm -hmm. So if you've been using your executive function skills all day to work, 
no wonder you cheat after dinner on your diet, right? Like, yeah. of course, everybody does that, right? I think if you're going to work with somebody, you need to find a very specific nutritionist that knows a lot about ADHD or has ADHD, preferably. I don't know one. If I find one, if you are one, let us know. Um, but I think a better rule of thumb is just to try and do an 80-20 kind of like 80% of the time. I'm going to eat food that's like whole actual real food that I buy from the outside of the grocery store, right? The rim of the grocery store where they sell like, you know, All of like the departments. Right. Yes. Not the so inner it's really considered like stuff. what's on the inside of the grocery store is all processed food, right? Yeah. Chips, canned stuff, prepackaged food, right? That's all on the inside. So the the general is like on the outside. So like in the meat department and the seafood department and the produce department, and usually dairy is on like up against the back wall, right? So those outside departments, if you're eating. 80% of what you eat during a day from there and only 20% from inside. And you're still trying to make that as healthy as possible, right? So you could get like, you know, if you get like cookies, you could get cookies that are made with like almond flour and sweetened with like monk fruit as opposed to like Oreos. No offense, Oreos. Oreos, um, Oreos are pretty good. Right. I know, right? So like you could, but you could have like one Oreo a day is not going to kill you, right? So I think you really need to like hone in, write down and be be really serious about it. But without, without some kind of external accountability for most people with ADHD, I don't think it would work. So you yeah. need some kind of loved one or friend who's not going to be an enabler. You know, if you're like, but I had such a hard day and I just want a cookie, that they're going to be like, okay, you're right. You did have a hard day. Have a cookie, right? <laughs> you don't want that person to be like, I know you had a hard day and I, I'm sure you want a cookie, but let's go for a walk instead, or let's talk about it, or let's, right? Right? So somebody who's not going to be an enabler, so that's a very special yeah. relationship to have with somebody, right? Because I think most of us would be like, oh, you're right, it was hard. <laughs> go ahead and have a cookie, because that's kind of the society we live in. Oh, you feel bad? Eat something, right? That Which is horrible. That's not that's not actually how we're supposed to handle things when things the American suck. way, mom. It's not healthy. Food is medicine. Um, not that, you know, I'm preaching to myself too, because I'm totally a stress eater. Um, so, but I do try and make sure that what I'm stress eating is like, you know, gluten-free, you know, chips or like something that's not, not as bad for you. Yeah. Um, so what else? What else? I don't know. Does that give you ideas? What do you want to? What do you want to try, yeah, Paige? Possibly. I don't know. He's sometimes. Um, I guess I've said his name already, but huh? Ian. Ian. Ian tries to hold me accountable too. Huh? He totally was like 
because I had artists like he like he also really likes sweets and like the unhealthy stuff. So he was like, "No more. We can't have you can't have dessert tonight, and I'll do it with you." And then after dinner, he was like, "Okay, it's dessert time." And I was like, no, 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 we can't do that. And he he couldn't resist. And he gave me a brownie too. And he ate a brownie. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm gonna well, I'm obviously gonna eat this brownie in my hand. I love brownies. Yeah. But I was I was being the strong one and being like, no, no, we can't do that. That's funny. Right? So <laughs> as the bigger thing is that the brownie shouldn't even be in the house. Right, like they can't go in the, in the house. grocery basket. <laughs> well, no, because his mom took us to, I think, on our way up here, she took us to Costco, and Ian saw this huge box of brownie mix. And he's like, Paige, you love brownies, let's get this. And he had to, like, talk me into it, too. Very anti-Sam's Club, very anti-Costco. I think it's disgusting. Giant things of food. Yeah. But he, I caved, and then now we have this huge ass box of brownies. We've already made them twice. I was like, "You are the reason I can't lose weight. <laughs> this is your fault." Right? I mean, so yeah, so so there definitely needs to be a conversation and some like agreement. Mm -hmm. right which or, makes it hard um, when you're not the only yeah. one in control of the food that's in your home yeah for sure right yeah. and then there's exercise movement there's exercise movement movement so good for the heart and the brain yes, yes. let's talk about moving because you mentioned that you don't exercise as much as you probably should yeah yeah yeah. So I would say that's we have probably a beautiful true. river next to us. The Missouri River runs right through Great Falls. Mm -hmm. And I was like, when it gets nicer, we can drive down to the trail. It's a little outside of, I think, walking distance. It's kind of a bit too far for walking. It's also all like hot to get to the trail. You have to be on the hot, like not the highway, but like a fairly busy road with like the road that you have to go down is crappy and like like the lines are faded yeah. and everything so and there's no sidewalk i don't think there's no sidewalk either there's yeah. just the trail that like starts like halfway down so when it's nice out we could totally drive there and then walk on the trail because you know the missouri river runs like miles we're not going to be mm -hmm. walking in miles but um yeah, the Missouri River. It's just currently kind of frozen. Is it? Because it's not that cold there right now. It's not. Like, the ice is breaking off. But, I mean, like, I still, like, see ducks just, like, sitting on top of the ice when I drive by. So, so can you only walk outside when it's warm out? I would prefer to. It gets really cold here. <laughs> We're, like, 20 degrees colder than where you are. Like, it doesn't get, I think, above, like, 90 degrees here. I think it stays in the, like, I think I don't the even know if it gets that warm there. But according to my weather app, you're supposed to be, like, in the 50s today. It's supposed to be nice today. 
right? Which is only like 10 degrees below than here. <laughs> so I'm just saying like, are there other ways to get walking in without having to go outside? That was really my point. I mean, there's, a, there there's an exercising like room in the office mm -hmm. space that's like like in the main office of our apartment building there is mm -hmm. like this oh 24 hour because you can like go in that you have to like key yourself in but there's other it's like open 24 7 mm -hmm. yeah um, i what? think there might be a renter here i'm not entirely I, I haven't heard what? of one. No one's ever talked about it, so I don't know if there is one. A rector. I'm sorry. I, I know there's like a planet. The internet's being weird right when we're recording, of course. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> the, you said that there's a what? I don't know if there's a rec center, but there oh, are okay. planet, there's like a planet fitness and there might be like other like work outy places. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen or heard of a rec center here. I know there's but you haven't looked for one either. Right? I haven't specifically looked for it either because there's an exercising thing here that I get for free. Right. Um. Which I also haven't used. So. Okay. <laughs> so. What's keeping you from using it? I don't know. That's a good question. And, and what's your good answer? Because I think this well, is laziness. a lot of people's issues, right? That's why I'm calling you out. Because that's a lot of people's issues. So. What, what makes you not want to go over there? I don't know. Um, maybe motivation. Okay. I think maybe shame, maybe. Sure. Um, just tiredness. Yes. Um, so, I don't have anyone to go with. I keep telling Ian that he should come with me. And then he's like, yeah. And then we never do it. Yeah. Well, it needs to be like scheduled. Yeah. Like you need to set aside the time to do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, for a lot of my, for a lot of people, there's like a good time of day. Like, not like it fits in my schedule at this time of day, but like mentally, it fits in, right? Like I have the energy to exercise best late morning, early morning, evening, whatever it is, right? Um, so um, do you have a sense of like when, if you were going to go, when you would be most likely to go? Maybe in the morning. 
because if I try to do it after work, I just, that just won't happen. I think that's fair. I think a lot of people would say that. I mean, I'm very much that way, right? If I don't, if I don't get up and exercise first thing, it, I never get back to it. Mm -hmm. Um. So, what kind of stuff would you want to do? Because it has to be fun or interesting, right? I think a lot of people think about like, I have to go to the gym. That's so boring. It is boring. So what would not be boring about it, right? What could mm. you make like, so some people that are like assign a podcast that they really enjoy only to an activity that they think is boring. Mm. And the only time they can listen to that podcast is during that activity, right? Right. Um, or I have some people make like specific music lists. If some people who will, they only take like, they'll take like a dance class or they'll mm. take, um, or they'll play like some rec centers have like adult kickball. That's fun. It's right. It's just fun. And it's funny. Right. <laughs> and you're moving your body. It doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be overly serious. It can be just fun. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. So, Right. Other people would just do go like, I mean, you can't do this in the winter, probably there, but like you could go like horseback riding or you could play, you know, you could go, I don't know if they have rock climbing gyms there. You should find that out. Um, you should. Right. So like, I think, I think if you're thinking about exercise and adding it, you need to think about what would be a fun way to move my body and not and not, um, I have to go to the gym. I have to go to the gym, right? It's that have to. Yes. One more thought. I know you have a thought. One more thought is I have one client who um, just volunteered at a local humane society and he would take the dogs on walks. Well, that's And fun. that's how he got exercise, right? So you have a thought. Would archery count as exercise? Um, I mean, you're kind of just standing there, but exactly. I mean, so it is, I mean, it's mentally exercising your, your arms have to be super strong. So you're going to have to get like super strong arms in order to just like pull back the bow anyway, because it's so much harder than people think it is. What have you done it? Um, I, I've like held a bow and pulled it back. I haven't done actual archery, but like pulling back that bow is so hard if you're oh. at all wussy. <laughs> no, it takes a muscle, right? Or skiing or snowboarding. Skiing. Skiing's great exercise. Dance classes. Don't know how good. to ski. Would have to learn how to ski. Yeah. Right. You know. You guys could take, just like specifically you guys, could take dance classes in preparation of dancing at your wedding. Aww. Would you be so cute? Right? Um, but like, you might find out you really like it, right? That's how your brother found out he liked dance, right? He just, he went because he liked a girl. <laughs> that, that didn't work out, but he realized that he loves dancing. Dancing. So, 
like it helps his brain, right? And it's better cardio than like going for a run, right? There's music, there's other people, it's more social, right? So, so that's what he does. He dances either in class or in a club Monday to, well, really like Sunday to Thursday. He will, he goes to like these, this like, yes, a tango club. And then he goes to this local (laughs) dance studio that has classes to do swing dance and to do salsa. And now he's taking a hip hop dance class and a African dance class. He's going to attract all the women. Smart and can dance. And he can cook. And he can he's cook. a catch, ladies. He's a catch. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, like, I think if you're concerned about your heart or your brain, because both of these things are amazing for the ADHD brain, making a plan for moving your body in ways that are fun and exciting and like a game and not like I have to go to the gym and I need to feel guilty about not going and ashamed when I'm there because I'm not in shape because that's not helpful. Right. And I think that's how a lot of women feel, especially women. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But like you have to start somewhere. Right. So like, Maybe you are the person who's slightly overweight, who's, you know, in a Zumba class. That's okay. Because by the time that Zumba class is done, you know, in a month or two months or three months, like you're, you're not going to be that one, right? You're going to, you're going to be better. You're going to feel better. You're going to, your heart's going to be better. Your brain's going to be better. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So cardiac health is. It is important, but so is your brain, right? And those things are very related as far as as movement and and diet. Um, What else? Do you have other thoughts? Mm. Hula hooping is supposedly very beneficial. Yes. I, I have like a weighted hula hoop. I don't know how realistic it is for, like, losing weight, but, like, I looked it up, and, like, the, like, the, like, hula hooping itself is very beneficial, but I guess- It's cardiac exercise. Is it? It's, well, it's, it's an aerobic exercise, not cardiac, it's an aerobic exercise, so, yeah, so, it would be, right? It's just not a, like, like, I could imagine it, like, really slow right it's just uh it's not something you can do i don't know for a long time necessarily or it gets tiring i know yeah especially with the weight on it mm-hmm. i'm sure right <clears throat> they've also um, like like there's things where they've like gamma like i've seen this like maybe once there's like this ad for like this thing that you hold on to but you're like in a, like a plank position and you like move it 
you're like doing like this like this like video game thing and you're like moving and like you you don't even realize that you're planking because you're just like playing this game That's funny because planking is like, uh, like some people say planking is like the best strength building exercise for your core, right? So strength building, not aerobic. So not going to help your heart necessarily, Yeah, but we'll help your abs. And We'll quite help frankly, your abs. when your abs are strong, everything's easier to do. It's easier Yeah. to go up and down the stairs. It's easier to do the laundry. It's easier to vacuum your house. It's easier to like play with your kids. It's just, Easier. it's, everything's easier. So exercise is not, I just want to make sure that we're clear. Exercise is not going to help anybody lose weight. It might help you define your muscles. And so that's how you're losing like inches. But exercise actually gains weight because you're gaining muscle, Muscle right? and muscle is fatter, is And is heavier than fat. muscle weighs more. Exactly. But Yeah. what you eat controls your weight, right? Right. So, um, but if you're interested in losing weight, most people also want to make sure that they're toning their muscles, right? Yes. So then So you're that not they just look like good. floopy. Yes. Nobody wants to be floopy. I'm not quite sure that's a word, but, um, so <laughs> yeah. And again, like we always say, we're not doctors. Um, and before you start an exercise program, particularly if you already have a cardiac condition, please talk to your doctor yes. because we're not doctors. Um, We are not. I know a lot of stuff, but it's only because I did my own research. For myself. Um, so, and you should too. And you should find fun ways to move yourself. I usually like, if I have to walk on the treadmill because I can't walk outside, I usually watch videos, right? Mm -hmm. That would be good too. Right? I'm actually like, I'm taking a class and the class is in video form. So I just listen to class, right? But you could do, you know, you could watch a TV show or... And, you know, whatever, whatever makes you want to walk on the treadmill. During the holiday season, I got all of these ads on literally everything. Everywhere I looked, there was this ad for, like, this little... Because it was on sale because, you know, they wanted to... Like, you know, like, the, the Peloton bikes and stuff were on sale. Yes. And there was, like, this mini... It was kind of like your walking machine, sort of. It doesn't have, like, the handles or anything, but it's also, like, small. One of those like under desk walking ones. But you could use it for, like, I don't know if it, like, raises up or anything, but it goes to, like, the max of, like, three miles per hour. So it's, like, definitely just for walking because no one's Definitely. going to be running as they work on I those mean, ads. I walk faster than that. When I walk on my treadmill. Yeah. I mean, sales So, but... are probably over, but it was just something that I... I remembered I mean, if you worked at a desk. because I thought it was kind of interesting because it was like a hundred dollars off I was like ooh interesting I was like you can't afford that right now lady don't do it I definitely have clients who have one of those because they do work at a desk all day. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it looks interesting to If just I like work. not necessarily at my desk because I don't sit at a desk but like just like to walk on Mm hmm. for like you know 
exercise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you could go over to where there's a treadmill across a real treadmill. the parking lot. Yes. Yes. Across the parking lot. Yes. So awesome. Um, any other thoughts about cardiac stuff or stuff you want to try or do or Mm. I think another thing that you could do if you wanted to like go for walks and people you didn't you don't like have somebody specific to walk with is that there's usually in almost every town there's like meetup groups for a zillion different kinds of things, but there are definitely meetup groups that go for like hikes and walks and stuff. There might be a way to like make some friends because it could be more interesting if you're, you know, if there's a social aspect to it. Yeah. Anything else? No. All right. Say goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, See my information at bigbangcoaching.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at thendtoolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to theneurodiversetoolbox.podbean.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox. 